Uh, he is all good. He's right there. I was just giving him an introduction as we speak. Nate Newton, um, wonderful to uh, have you on the Matt Mosley Show. We did radio together for forever at ESPN in Dallas, 103.3 FM. And, Nate, you look up now, and it's turned into a religious station. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, got it locked, I got it locked in. You know, I do, I do a little bit of that. You got, they got some good. Good preachers on that on that station, Matt. Don't laugh too hard at us, all right? <laughs> I like it, man. We had a we had a fun run there for oh my gosh, yeah. Galloway and you and the whole gang. And uh, yeah, boy, you it was uh, that was a fun time. But Nate, I I really I always love having you on. But I was so excited to see over the weekend uh, you be inducted into the Black College Football. Hall of Fame, and I, I've over the years I've uh, I've seen some of the uh, folks that have gone in there, some incredible coaches. I was sitting here looking at the uh, uh, at the class of uh, the class you're going in with with Ben yeah. Coates, Donald Driver. I mean, Sammy White was a uh, well. People yeah. at Grambling State will remember him uh, at Grambling, obviously, and then right. some of these old school coaches. From Prairie View A and M and and others, but yeah. I, I love this name, John Big Train Moody, going in there from yeah, Morris yeah. Brown College. Um, yeah, how, he, they say he, you know, some a guy said, yeah, he remind me of the kid that's at the Titans, and I said to myself, this dude has lived and died before I was born, so I can't right. Can't remind me of, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who to remind me of, you know? <laughs> wow. Well, he didn't have a face mask. I'm looking at a picture of uh, of Big Train nah. Moody. I mean, the man yeah. did not even have the aid of a face mask back when he was playing. Oh, nah, man. Yeah. I, hey, you know, we wouldn't do that today. You know, what? we would not worry about getting no, uh, no spirit penalty. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I the um, – I, I'm looking – I mean, both you and Donald Driver and Ben Coates all were just fabulous NFL players. And, and uh, Nate, this sent me back to your your football resume, and I was like, my goodness, Nate went to the a ton of Pro Bowls. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, at, at, you know, you guys, you just had a great run. Tell me, like, who was it that called you from the Black College Hall of Fame? And, and, and just what did this mean to you when you – when you got the news, uh, because you're a guy that could have played in a lot of places and you chose mm-hmm. to go to Florida A&M university. And I know, right. um, I, I know that that place has meant a lot to you over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, Doug called me, Doug, Doug Williams called me and Moses. And thing about it, me and him te- have teased each other over the years. Cause you know, he's done a, you know, won a Super Bowl with the Washington commanders and then he, uh, over pro personnel, and when he called me, I thought he he just called and left a message. Hey man, Nate, give me a call. The most sorry Cowboys ain't you know. He, this is last year, you know, just having a pretty decent uh, regular season. So you know, how them Cowboys ain't gonna do nothing. They'll fold in the end. Give me a call when you get chance. And so you know, I was doing a podcast for the Cowboys, and when I as I got out of it, I called him. I said, "What's up, Doug? How you doing? Y'all got a name yet? You know, because at the time they didn't have a name, and uh." And so we laughed about that. I said, what you need, Doug? Said, what you need? He said, oh, man, I just want to tell you, man, congratulations. I said, congratulations? 
you know, well, what, what's this about? He said, well, you know, we just voted you in to the Black College Hall of Fame. So, you know, I just want to congratulate you. You got to keep it quiet for a day or two until we're announcing. And I'm like, and, I, and I'm thinking he's joking. So I go home that afternoon. I didn't say anything to my wife, you know. But that morning I said, well, what if he was just, what if he telling the truth? And so I told my wife, so, okay, babe, he, you know, I don't know if Doug messing around. <laughs> and uh, then around about 10 o'clock that morning, my phone went to blow on up. Congratulations, congratulations, you know. And media got a hold of it and was blowing it up. And everybody, you know, was congratulating. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess Doug told us the truth, baby. You know, so <laughs> here we sit, most, you know, just months later, man. It's, it's, it's a great honor. Well, uh, I mean, and you also played on both, for people that don't know, both sides of the line for Florida A&M Rattlers. And, yeah. and of course, that was the Hall of Fame. Also in the uh, college football Hall of Fame member, Rudy Hubbard uh, was your coach. Now, tell me, coming out of Orlando, coming out of high school, uh, did you always fancy yourself as, as more of the uh, – uh, offensive lineman, or did you really did you love it over on the defensive line at one point? What was your, or did you kind of know very early on that your your future was that old line? Okay, I in uh, high in, in element, excuse me, in junior high. That's when I really started playing in junior mm-hmm. high. I played defense, and I always wanted to play defense. I went to Jones High, and uh, I played defense. Uh, starting out defensive tackle, defensive end, and then I moved to fullback, and I had a, a short, brief period at fullback, and then uh, uh, I, I started a fight because a kid kept hitting me late against one of the high schools. I told a ref, I said, if this kid hit me late again, I'm I'm going to tap this field with it. And the kid hit me late, and lo and behold, I tore up the field, and uh, they threatened me. You know, the National High School Program president of over high school say, if you ever get in another fight again, because I caused such a big ruckus, that I'll be suspended from all sports. So they threw me back on defense. So I went back on defense, and then I went to college as a defensive player and made all-conference my sophomore year, all-first-team all-MEAC. Then I, then I had my first problem of weight with a weight problem. That's when I found out I had a weight problem. So I missed all the spring, and the coach told me, you're not going to play the more defense. You're going to move the offensive line. And uh, I moved over to the offensive line, and uh, many years later, here I sit, you know, talking to Matt Mosley in Waco, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's right. All of Central Texas is exciting to be hearing from Nate Newton, yeah. the Black College Hall of Fame, deserves to be in the – the uh, but the ring of honor, I love it, Nate. You know, I was just excited you were in the Hall of Fame, and then next thing you know, Clarence Hill and some of our media buddies there immediately get this man in the ring of honor. Which, by the way, I believe, but but I and I I hope happens. But I, you know, sometimes I just want to focus on celebrating this latest honor, you know, and yeah, and then they're beat. You know, <laughs> Moe's. You know, when you called me, we was talking uh, earlier and stuff. And you and I and I tell everybody this. I, I gave up on in high school. That was my. That's when I used to chase things because you know I ain't never thought about college. I never thought about the NFL. I was just trying to be the best high school kid I was. I wanted to be a little legend in Orlando. I wanted to make all metro. That was the thing 
in Orlando when I was growing up. Man, when you made all Metro, Oak Ridge, Boone, Colonial, you know, schools, the, the, the great high schools, Winter Park. If you made all Metro, man, you, you were the man, you know, in Orlando. And after I made that right now, made our first team on Metro, I really, I really didn't care. You know, even when I made all conference in college, they had to track me down. Like, hey, man, you ain't heard. And I'm like, two, three days later, well, what happened? What, what, what you talking about? Oh, well, you made a first team all, all, all conference. I'm like, okay. And I went on about my business. You know, and basically the same thing. Uh, the only and I, I'm lying. The only other thing I chased was the all Madden team. Oh. <laughs> I did chase the all Madden team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big thing for me to be a part of Coach Madden's all Madden team. That, I, I, that's, that, that's the other thing I chased. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were also the all quote people gathered at your locker forever back in the day. And uh, now, tell us, by the way, the um, you you said about the weight. I wasn't going to bring that up, but you brought it up. Um, I mean, <laughs> when 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 you got to the USFL, people don't always remember that that the Tampa Bay right. Bandits. You spent a couple of years yeah. there. Now, what was when you were doing that? Um, I, I, and were you, I think you were a pretty dominant player in that USFL, yeah, made, but it's some made first team all yeah. USFL too, offensive lineman. But now when yeah. did you, you, you were carrying a lot of weight before it became fashionable to carry a lot of weight. Yeah. You were yeah. moving yeah. a lot of that weight around who, right. who was when you, but you were in the NFL Coach and I think Steve maybe with the head coach. Spurrier Say that again. Head coach Steve Spurrier was my head coach. He used to find me twenty five dollars <laughs> a pound, and uh, and it would be so funny, uh, Matt. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the year, he called me. He's like, "Mate, come here. I want to talk to you." You know, I'm like, oh, what I done done now? Because you know me, man. I, I'm always trying to have fun. Yeah. And I go. I went in this in this after the first season. He said, "Hey, man. Hey, hey, go to hey, go to two thousand dollars I took from you during the year, man. I, you." you you know, get yourself under control, man. He gave my two thousand dollars back when he fired me during <laughs> the year. <laughs> Coach Spurrier, yeah, I, I love it, man. I love him, some Coach Spurrier. Oh, yeah, what a what a that was all yeah. the fun the law allowed, man. Late great Burt Reynolds and Mister Bassett and all of those guys were great to me, man. They, I, I love playing for the Bandits, and if they would. If uh, our great late President Trump wouldn't have folded us for three dollars, I'd probably still be playing for the Tampa Bay Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Spurrier. I love that voice. You know, Nate Newton. Yeah. I mean, he just got that great voice. He's very yeah, funny, yeah, and do, so man. yeah, he do. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's that's a remarkable when you think about the legendary coaches going back to college that you played yeah. for. And then, of course, Jimmy Johnson, college Hall of Famer, pro football Hall of Famer. By the way, he can't get in the ring of honor either. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, when, when are they going to have his day? When are they going to have his day? I don't know. I don't <laughs> you know. What? I'll probably be coaching now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know they're going to never let me in, so I don't <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Well, you you bring up a good point. Most teams, most times the NFL would ask you, uh, would would require a hope that you would put your guys in the ring of honor 
before they tried to bring him into the Hall of Fame in Canton. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy can't get enough votes over there with the Jones family, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they always make a big to-do about making up and hugging, and we write all those stories, yeah. and we all know right. the truth. They can't. The, 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 the truth is, if, if, they, if they had truly made up, he would be in the ring of honor. But uh, yeah. now what, was, what was your biggest takeaway? Remind me, first time you met Jimmy. And and now with Jimmy, how how hard on you was Jimmy about the weight, or did Jimmy just were you were a great enough player under Jimmy at some point that he probably maybe wasn't riding you as hard as others? Is that an accurate statement? Yeah, he yeah yeah he he would be on me because Jimmy you know Jimmy was so about winning, and and you know and I had to be he wanted me three twenty. But he always gave me, you know, he fined me, you know. But if I stayed around 325, no more than 327, he never got really, really upset. But if I hit like that 330 mark, he would come to me like, hey, Nate, okay, what are you doing here? You know, let's refocus, you know, <laughs> you know, put away a few biscuits, you know, hide a few biscuits, uh, you know, don't eat that extra piece of chicken or whatever, you know. He, he was sincere, man. Jimmy was serious, man, but he also knew his players. That that is the greatest thing that I always respect about Coach Johnson. You know, he knew he could say just about anything to me, and it wasn't gonna break me down. But if he said that to Leon Let, we would lose him for two or three days. So he knew his players, man. You know, I tell people my biggest deal is he rarely ever said something to Jay Novacek. They just barely when they passed each other, they just kind of nodded at each other. You know, like, you do your job, I'm going to do my job. I mean, he just – he knew every guy to the T and how to treat every player. He had his basic rules, never be late, take care of your business, do your job, you know. But, you know, he treated players different. Now, you know, if Troy wanted to do something or Mike wanted to do something, I may couldn't come to him and get that same privilege, you know. <laughs> but that's just how it was, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's it's remarkable that you saw the end of the Landry era and and then the the heyday. You're part of the dynasty, and then uh, I mean, you've seen some stuff over the years, and it's it is uh, remarkable. Would you say is Hudson Houck, If you and you may not want to do this, but you had some some really good coaching over the years. But what, yeah. was was Hudson? Was that the highest level of? of O-line coaching that you had? Because, of course, I think when you first got to the Cowboys, they had one of those legendary coaches in, in place. Yeah, yeah, he was a legend, but he was at the end of his career. Let me Jim Meyer wasn't so much as a technician as he was. They had a scheme, uh, and they had basic a basic blocking principle. And it was already in place, and he didn't teach a whole lot of technique. Tony Wise came in, he taught technique, and he believed in technique, you know, but he allowed you to, to play with the skills that you had within that technique. You could build your skill set around his technique. Hudson Hawk, boy, he was a technician. He was like, this is how we do it. This is how we stay in step. This is how... So I had the best of both worlds, you know, uh, where, where coach-wise that you play within your skill set with those techniques, whereas what's called he was just he was regiment, 
he was tech he was a technique freak. Uh, but one thing that Coach Wise and Coach uh, Hawk had in common was you're gonna be working. You hit that field, uh, you hit they 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 film room. You were gonna be working those hours that you were there. You were gonna be locked in, and that's one thing that Coach Johnson required. Uh, you know, and not and I'm not gonna say Coach Landry didn't require, but a guy that wasn't gonna touch the field. I wasn't gonna really touch the field with Coach Landry my first year or two. But then when they brought in, uh, I can't think of Coach Erkenbeck, Jim Erkenbeck. That's who got me really started in this league. He was the coach that stood up on the table and said, yes, he's a bologna-eating, pork chop, fried chicken-eating guy, but I can work with this guy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Jim Erkenbeck stood up on the table for me, and that got me in the door. Well, I got started. You know, I, I love the fact that you shared that Madden because that was uh, – yeah. uh, he meant so much to a lot of people, but he loved you, and he loved yeah. the Cowboys' offensive line. And uh, I, I have to laugh sometimes when I hear people say, like even Clarence was writing, the uh, he was part of the Great Wall of Dallas. And what's funny to me, Nate, is, I mean, I remember as a kid, I mean, y'all were unreal, but the Great Wall of Dallas – that sort of came up, it seemed like, afterwards, you know, yes, like we uh, NFL a, we films or something. Five years. We were out of football five years before I heard anything about the Great Wall of Dallas. It took them quicker. They, they built the Great Wall of China before they came up with us. <laughs> Man, like a, we were all bunch of greasy, fat, biscuits, gravy-sopping dudes who played great football. Who North Turner came in. And helped us, and Tony Wise and uh, Coach Hudson Hall, they designed a system that was built for us road grading and running over people. We had four or five play. We had lead draw. We had an inside uh, power run, a short counter trap, and we just ran over folks, bro. <laughs> well, you, know you and went, you know how it went. <laughs> you, you and the Big E. Oh, it was two I, White Houses, and I was a part of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we will, we will save those stories for another time. The White yeah. House. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's almost yeah. a mythical place to most people, and, and they would be surprised. You know, I bet yeah. when people would actually – pull up to it and see it they probably were disappointed because it probably in their minds it was some kind of enormous mansion you know yeah 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 <laughs> y'all were like who's paying the rent this month who's paying yeah. who's paying the mortgage yeah. at the white house yep yep he was in different kind of trouble but but all yeah. in the same family but uh well <laughs> well nate i knew it would be fun and uh i'm very proud of you and and uh and you're a great friend a great person and uh anytime you're even though it may not, you know, be the end all, be all, what you're seeking, I'm just, I'm glad people are honoring you, and uh, and I know it means a lot to your compadres and and to have Troy there, very very yeah. cool to have, yeah, I mean that had yeah. to mean a lot to you as well. It did, man. Stepnowski, Moose, 
Tony Tolbert and Deion Sanders, man. Those are the guys that really uh, kept me going, man. All I was missing was Charles Haley, and I was glad because he probably would have got up and tried to do the speech for me. <laughs> I saw him the other day at the mini camp, and I he he I love seeing him, but he also worries me because I don't know what he's going to do. That's you know, right. that's right. That's all. Oh, he's like a tornado, a hurricane. You you knew how to handle him. I don't. You know, yeah. and so I get a little nervous around him, but I I still love him. <laughs> I, brother, I... all right all right well listen we uh we're very excited for you and i will uh i'll talk to you soon thanks for doing this hey have a great one man and may god be with you and your family thank you thank you nate there he goes big nate newton in the black college hall of fame now uh and uh, he belongs in a lot of hall of fames great to be on with him okay